everybody happy new week i hope you had a wonderful weekend with your families and those of you that were celebrating orthodox uh, easter um happy easter there's been two easters back to back um we certainly celebrated both of them since um since i grew up in macedonia and that's the easter we celebrated uh before obviously the one over here in australia so today i want to talk a little bit about um some ways that some people can think about their business and could repetitively be saying certain things that perhaps are not so resourceful um, and those are the five very commonly used phrases um, some business owners um, repeat have on repeat um, and get stuck in the fixed mindset of it and um, how that can potentially implode your business and what you can do about it um, and um, how actually your business is no different from any other people's businesses. So there are many different styles of business. Um, however, they all have commonalities. And I'm going to share the 10 commonalities that are across any type of business we're going to go through. Now, I can see that my crew uh, and my team is watching. So, Lindy, if you are watching, can you please share this live across the Ultimate Business Support Group to also your way to riches and the Ultimate 48 Hour Author Mastermind with this particular headline. So I don't need to look away on my computer. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, there's lots to cover off here and to give you some ideas and examples and all that kind of stuff. And um, it got me thinking why I came up with this topic this morning is because I um, I was listening a few things over the weekend and just kind of uh, gave me a few insights in terms of what um, what people are currently going through and perhaps why they may be feeling stuck and maybe you might recognize yourself in saying one of one or more of these things but then also I want to give you guys an overview in terms of where I think we're all kind of very similar or in the same position and um, and that we're no too, not too different from businesses that seem completely different from who we are. All right, here we go. Phrase number one is, we have always done it this way, okay? Or I have always done it this way, all right? So I don't know about you guys, but um, when someone says that, it shuts you right down, okay? Uh, it's always it's worked amazingly up until now. We always do it this way. This is how it's done and all that kind of stuff. And I can guarantee you every single one of us at some point either has thought this or has um has says it said it or says it to the employees to their staff to their team um or even maybe to their customers that it's always been done this way and so this is the only way that it works right um so you can take that one um you know and kind of think about it when when have you said it <clears throat> good morning joe <coughs> and good morning um to joe and olivia i can see vivi Taryn, so we have always done it this way. I have always done it this way. Uh, right now, it's time to do it differently, right? Every business can do it completely differently uh, to cater for what is going on right now and the current climate and to start providing value to people in an alternative method, okay? So phrase number two. Now, so I'm going to go through the five phrases and then I'm going to go through the 10 reasons or the 10 commonalities that exist across every single business so so phrase number one was we have always done it this way or i have always done it this way phrase number two is but not or or whoever you're talking to my business is different 
Okay, phrase number two, our business or my difference is, uh, business is different from other businesses, right? We do X, Y, and Z versus other people have it a lot easier. Good morning, Chris. Okay, so my business is different. How many times? Oh, but it's okay for you. You do blah, blah, blah. We are different. No, you're not. Okay, and I'll talk about it um, uh, further, further in the call. Okay, phrase number three is I'm just not good at technology. I'm just not good at technology. Like, um, you know, that's for other people. That's for the young people or, you know, those that just seem like they, 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 it just comes naturally. It's a talent, right? And we did a technology live with Nat two weeks ago. And if you didn't, if you didn't, um, you know, if you missed it, it was like to 10, uh, 10 steps to getting better at technology. Go and find it. It's on my YouTube channel. Maybe put in Natasha Denman technology or something and it'll come up. And if, if you can't find it, just comment here and I'll, I'll find the link for you and I'll post it up. Um, and it's on my profile, obviously, from a few, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. I'm just not good at technology and shut down. So every single one of these phrases, if you hear them, it's the, fixed mindset. This is it. This is how it's always been done. My business is no different from, my business is different from other businesses. Um, I'm not good at technology. Okay. I'm just not good at technology. I, you know, some other people are good at it, but I'm not good at it. Therefore I can't go there. All right. Phrase number four, phrase number four is, um, I don't like delivering my service online. Um, you know, it needs to be personal. It needs to be face to face it needs to be you know um i need to be with people because it's just not the same thing when it's online okay again fixed mindset you know it cannot be done any other way i'm not going to enjoy it any other way so therefore you know it has to be a face to face personal business yeah um however yes in some cases let's say you're a massage therapist yeah and your uh, thing has to be delivered face to face but you know what even a massage therapist could work out a way of doing things to add value to their clients online. I'm going to talk about that soon, all right? Because I know some of you are do have, um, you know, hands-on, touchy-feely kind of businesses, right? Chiropractors, people who need to be physically there with, uh, with their patients, if you like, okay? So um, many, I've heard this so many times over the last few weeks, it has to be faced, therefore I'm just going to sit on my couch and wait till I can get back out into the world to do my my thing and and um, serve my clients. Okay, all right. Number five phrase that is going to implode your business if you don't um, stop saying it or thinking it is, oh, what I do cannot be done online. Okay, what I do can, just cannot be done online, and that's it. Full stop. All right. So let's go through those five phrases that will uh implode your business if you don't stop thinking of doing them number one was um we have always done it this way or i have always done it this way our business or my business is different from other businesses number three was i'm just not good at technology that's for other people number four is i don't like delivering my service online it has to be um you know more personal or face to face and the last one is what i what i do cannot be done online okay so let's now flip this across to the other way and start talking about how all businesses are exactly the same and operate in the same way and what you can do about it or how you can start thinking about it. Because maybe you just haven't thought 
or switched the way you're thinking about your business or how you deliver value to people. Because at the end of the day, people are looking to us for a, for a solution to a problem. And every single business, so these are the 10 commonalities in all, um, in all businesses, right? And every single business, and this is the key one, if, if out of all of the 10, you just pick this one up, and that is that every single business has got intellectual property in it, okay, of, or, or has and contains intellectual property. What does this mean? Well, every single uh, business has a way of teaching someone how to do something. That's why they're in business. They've worked out how to help someone do something. Let's talk about, uh, let, uh, let me kind of give you three examples of businesses that are not, say, like my business where I'm teaching people or I'm delivering seminars and all that kind of stuff. Okay, a clothing store. Okay, so a clothing store, you have to physically go in there. Of course, a clothing store definitely can have an online presence and people can go shopping online. Okay, we know that they can have a website. But a clothing store could also go and upskill themselves to a point where they can start sharing and giving styling tips and, and catching up with their clients online and showing them clothes or talking about them and matching them up and giving some outfits and all that kind of stuff. It's completely left field to, to what, yes, a service-based business would do. Because of course, a service-based business is probably the easiest type of business to take online, right? So even a clothing store could have, good morning, Adrian, um, could have, you know, an online, you know, shopping opportunity, but also education and tips and, um, you know, meetings with clients and doing something fun, you know, a kind of fun VIP uh, nights where you can gather people, you know, on a Zoom call and actually show them through the new range and, and have something, something that, you know, you can just get creative. The most important thing is how can you creatively think about your intellectual property? What is it if you need to do something? Let's talk about that massage therapist or chiropractor, right? Who need to have their hands on people. What is it that these two businesses could do to um, pivot and to actually deliver value to people? Well, certainly I know that they could be teaching others how to improve their health, circulation, um, immunity. Like there's so much that they have educated themselves on to become um you know a massage therapist or a chiropractor or someone who helps people you know by touching them that they could impart this with people because sometimes in all the sessions that you have with these people you actually don't talk to them very much so why not in this in-between period where we need to we need to still connect and stay top of mind with our clients right isn't that the most important thing is to stay top of mind if you disappear now you're gonna have to work 10 times as hard to build the momentum right back up so how can your business which is the same as everyone else's it has intellectual property how can you develop the intellectual property through videos through connecting through podcasts through you know stuff and information that will add value and i don't care if you're not business to customer even if you're business to business how can you add value in that way how can you build on an intellectual property or how can you create some 
if you're keeping it all in your head. So this is how all businesses are exactly the same. Every single business has intellectual property, has how to, and can be adding value to the people that are in their uh, on their database, on that are following them, and all that kind of stuff. So we talked about a couple of the examples of ones that can say, "Oh no, 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 I just need to see clients, and so therefore I'm doing nothing." Right? Okay. So number two, they all must market themselves to find customers. So all businesses must market themselves to find customers. So this ties back in now to number one. Your intellectual property and you adding value through people through communication is what we now call education marketing. Value-based marketing is another way that people call it. It's no longer buy my stuff, buy my stuff, we've got this special, we've got this bonus, add one, buy two, get one free. No, it's no longer that. You need to give people value and show that you're the expert and that you know what you're talking about and you understand health or your clothes or style or all that kind of stuff. And then they go, oh my God, they really know what they're talking about. Therefore, I'm going to choose them as the person to go to and um, get my clothes or get you know um, get my health um, in check with, with them. Okay, so every single business must market to get customers and that marketing nowadays is moved away from the traditional radio ads and TV ads. It's moved to education based and nurturing and connection and value adding before you actually so um, you ask for a sale. And sometimes you don't even need to ask for a sale if you've added enough value. People come to you and say, how can I work with you? So many times, you know, they'll, they'll message after 10 years of being on my data, not 10 years, sometimes it's two or three years that, oh my God, I've been on your database. Or I've been on these Monday morning lives week after week, week after week, week after week. And I feel like I know you. So therefore, like I feel, you know, I can trust you and can we can do a business together. Yeah. So you don't need to always be having, you know, buy my stuff kind of, uh, kind of ads. If you deliver value and share, parts of your intellectual property to help people, one day they will become your clients. So every single business must market themselves to get customers, the other commonality across all businesses. So we were talking about right now, the 10 commonalities that every single business has and why yours is no different from others because those key phrases, five key phrases we talked about are not serving anyone right now. So if you're thinking them or saying them to yourself, stop it and develop a fix, uh, growth mindset over fixed mindset. All right, number three is that all must have value, a value proposition to sell a solution to a problem or the value behind a product if you're selling a product, yeah? So every single business must have a value proposition. Why the hell should I work with you, yeah? What is, what, what, why do you do what you do? What do you do and how do you do it? Like, how do you communicate that? So every single business must have a value proposition because why the hell would someone want to come to you to do business with you unless they know why you do it, what you do and how, right? So that's, that's a commonality. There's no difference. You know, your business is no different from other people's. You need to be able to clearly communicate and in less words, less is more, is more effective than then with more. All right, number four is that all need to be able to connect with their customers online if they want to grow. Yes, there is a lot of people who say, oh, but I get all my business from word of mouth. I've been around for 25 years and people just come to me and that's all how I've done it and all that kind of good on you. If that's happening, great. But you know what I call word of mouth is hope marketing. Yeah, word of mouth is kind of like for me when it happens, word of mouth, 
it's like that cherry on top oh it's like oh i didn't know this you know that's lovely you know someone's recommending me and all that kind of stuff don't hold your breath and rely on word of mouth be proactive and the only way in today's world if you haven't moved and I have a presence on social media, or I have a website that you're updating, or have an email database that you're connecting with regularly. You know, how is that, um, you know, progressing or moving you forward? Word of mouth is hope marketing. It's not proactive or you knowing that if I invest this amount of time in my strategies or if I do online um, uh, advertising, you know, that this will eventuate in this much uh, in terms of my business. How do you know how much business you're going to get if you are just word of mouth? Okay. Yeah, word of mouth is a wonderful, yeah, but it shouldn't be the core strategy. It should be the like cherry on top. Yeah, the cherry on top where you've gotten some extra business because you have been recommended or referred by a prior client or someone's spoken about you because you um, you have done enough um, value adding so that people remember you. Okay, so every single business must have a value proposition to sell a solution to a problem uh, or the value behind the product. So that's the commonality um, across all businesses, right? Your business is no different. Okay, number four, why your business is no different from other people is they all need to be able to connect. Um, oh, sorry, that was number four. Number five, we've done the online online thing. Number five, they all must evolve over time with the market and technology. Okay, so if you know that this goes back to that phrase we have always done it this way you know i have always done it this way well bad luck things change you know the the climate changes customers change yeah we speak differently we act differently we find different things that are more important to us and how it used to work doesn't work any longer so every single time we, you need to be evolving with the market, with people and with technology, because Facebook was not the same um, 10 years ago to what it is today, right? I don't even think Facebook ads even existed. Or I think 98% of businesses weren't on Facebook 10 years ago, right? So um, thank you, Wendy. Thank you. Wendy's one of our authors. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And tell me what's, you know, some of your aha moments. If you just joined, go watch the start of it. Maybe it's this a little slap that you needed to get <laughs> around your business because this is all the challenges that I embark in my business every single day. Am I becoming stale? Have I not done something differently? Have I not developed something new of late, you know, something fresh, you know, to, to cater for the market? You know, I was the person that said, oh, what I do can only, you know, I only can meet and be successful at selling my thing offline and going. And now I'm sitting here seven weeks after doing everything just online and going, oh, my God, what what fixed mindset did I have? Why did I think this? Why did I not give it a go? Because I was too scared and it was out of my comfort zone. Yeah. You know, and um, and now. I, I, you know, I have shifted and I'm continuing to grow and develop and learn new technology because to be even more successful online, I need to become even savvier than I already am at technology. I need to figure out new tools, new ways. How do I communicate? You know, it's kind of a different uh, set of skills that you need to develop to um, to become even better online. Okay, number six. Number six, they all require the business owner and team to continue learning and developing, which just stems on furthermore now from evolution. But the business owner and the team have to continuously invest in themselves 
and invest time and effort to keep continue learning and doing things differently and upskilling themselves. I have seen way too many businesses that just, you know, we have always done it this way. We cannot, you know, there's nothing more we can learn, right? We're going to be left behind. I'm not even talking about the current climate. I'm talking about when things are going normal, um, you know, you are not going to grow even in everyday normal uh, uh, climate kind of thing unless you're learning, evolving, because other companies are going to come and take the number one position. I'm not talking about you needing to not be number one um, industry leader, but you certainly want to feel like you're number one. If you don't believe you're number one in what you provide, you're never going to be the most successful person uh, to the best of your abilities in that thing. And you're never going to be able to sell your thing with that belief because in order to be successful at selling or, or getting to help people in the thing that you help them because selling is serving, right? You need to believe you're the number one person of choice. doesn't matter if there's bigger companies out there that do the same thing that you do. You know, you could you could go on the boutique number one choice about this problem that I solve and this is what's so unique about me. You know, I make my clients feel like a family. I don't need a, a mil millions of other clients, right? You need to believe you're number one. If you don't need, believe you're number one, you're always going to feel intimidated by those other people who uh, do what you do. How many times people go, oh, Nat, did you hear about this person does something similar to what you are? I don't care. I said, everyone, there's abundance. There's enough for everyone out there. I just have to know and believe that I, what I do and how I do it is the best way. Yeah. And yes, there's other people who do it differently, but they don't do it in my flavor. And that's what makes you unique. You've got to embrace that you've got a flavor and uniqueness about how you do what you do. And no one can do your flavor. Good morning, Zelda. All right. So number seven, every single business must have systems. Yeah, so your business is no different. If you're keeping it up here in your head and you haven't written down any steps or, um, or, or created structure or, you know, created stuff where you can outsource it in time to to give it to someone else, um, you know, then you, you kind of, you know, you're going to get to burnout and you're going to overexhaust yourself. So every single business must have systems. Your business is no different. If now you have time to write a lot more systems um, of what you've been keeping up in your head, so take the opportunity to do that. All right, number eight is they can ch um, they all can change what they uh, what they do and how they do it. It may require a huge shift in mindset and what the outcomes end up being, you know, with that shift. So every single business can change how they get to their mission and vision. Okay, so we all have a mission and vision in life, in business and all that sort of stuff. However, how many different ways is there in achieving that mission or vision? There's many different ways. It's just the only thing is that it does require a huge shift in mindset. And you're, you're thinking, how can I do a different, how can I achieve my vision and my mission for my business in a diff, with a different set of steps? Okay. Maybe that's the question I hear. How can I achieve my vision and mission for my business or even my life, whatever, whichever one you want to tackle first? And how do I get to, you know, that outcome, but with a different 
um, number of steps that it's going to take me to get there. Now, not every step that you take is going to be a successful step. Maybe you'll go whoop, 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 one, two, three steps forward, a ah, couple of steps back, then two, three steps forward, a couple of steps back. It's the same way you get to where you, or you got to where you are today. You didn't get to where you are today by taking every step that was the right step, right? You got to where you're today because you took three steps forward and you took two steps back and then went three steps forward and one step back and so on and so forth. This is the same path that's laid in front of you right now, right? What steps do you need to take that are different from the steps you were taking before that supposedly work for you, yeah? Okay, because maybe something's been working to a certain point of time, but now it's just like, well, I need to shift the mindset, I need to shift the steps, but the vision and mission stays exactly the same okay so the vision and mission stays exactly the same it's just that we're taking different steps to get there all right every single business oh well, there you go the next one was they all have a vision and mission that they strive for this can be achieved by taking many different actions i kind of got ahead of myself on that one right i started talking about it in the previous one and number 10 here on the list is that every single business is um requires a resilient creative and courageous owners and team uh if they are going to survive in the long term every single business the commonalities we're talking about first of all we went through the five phrases that can implode your business if you get stuck and these are very much live in the fixed mindset world and then we talked about the 10 commonalities why your business is no different and if you are a courageous resilient and creative business owner you will be able to be here for the long term okay keep turning up keep adding value keep figuring out how to achieve the vision and mission keep uh, you know delivering education-based marketing right value-based marketing you know it doesn't have to be buy my stuff buy my stuff buy my stuff but we're no different from each other in terms of having our businesses what they do how to they get how they get to the mission and vision and that even if you need to be and really your core thing is by touching people and being there with them you know you have intellectual property that can be delivered in the meantime before you can get back to physical contact with your uh with your clients it's just uh, you know what are you choosing are you choosing to have a break and a rest and that's okay to do that if that's what you want to do right now is have that break and um chill out and hopefully if you are prepared for a um, period like this that you know how, how they say save for a rainy day which my mum taught me since I was a little girl um, you know always have your your side thing that's there for a rainy day if you were if you were one of those people that did it and you just want to take a break now do so if you're one of those people however that want to thrive and come out stronger and actually come out with new things because right now we're giving birth with so, so much new stuff yeah so much new you know and and stay top of mind because remember if you choose to take that break you know you may need to work just triple as hard when you need to build the momentum back up at the other end of it right so everyone will have a choice of what they want to do with this time we have been given you know a, a gift of time to figure out you know do we stay doing same things as we have always done okay or do we pivot, get good at technology, deliver intellectual property and our knowledge? Um, and if you're a business owner, you have knowledge, right? 
saving for our, saving for me to learn that one too and do yes so so important um so important um okay so let's summarize all right i've got four minutes there was five key phrases i'm gonna just go through actually i'm gonna what i'm gonna do guys i'm gonna post um i'm going to copy this and um and put it in the uh, comments box copy and paste so that way you kind of have it as the summary of what I've been writing um, on my notes. Um, I came up with this like at 10 p.m. last night. I go, oh, no, I had not prepared for my Monday morning live with Nat. And this was what, what inspired me is these key, five key phrases that, um, you know, um, you know, fixed mindset phrases that can be running through your head right now. Because when we are in fear, we get paralyzed and we give in to fixed mindset thinking. Okay. And those phrases were, we have always done it this way. Our business is different. Uh, I'm just not good at technology. I don't like delivering my service online. It needs to be personal. And what I do cannot be uh, cannot be online. And then we talked about the 10 commonalities that every single business has or um, needs, to, um, in, uh, needs to understand and therefore how it is that you can adjust that for yourself. All right, so that was me for this morning, uh, 20th of April. Um, I hope what I have said has maybe run true uh, in some aspects for you. Um, and I wish that every single one of you, you know, comes out, um, you know, uh, thriving and have created and brought out new things and new value propositions that you can present to the marketplace or perhaps you're already doing so in this moment let me look at that was like ah uh, hey belinda <laughs> uh, jumping at the end of it so uh take from this whatever you um you you see fit um, these are just my opinions my observations my own experience um, i don't talk about anything that I haven't lived through or perhaps have said also at some point myself. And um, but I certainly am uh, do um, believe that every single day that I get up, I go, I'm going to try again today, no matter what crappiness there may have been the day before or what has been going on, um, because as much as you know, sometimes people can observe and they go, oh, Nat, you just seem to have your shit sorted. You know, um, you know, you're always, you know, so upbeat and all that kind of stuff. But it's not, that's not the truth, you know, um, because what I work through in the background is this up here. You know, there's moments that I don't want to get out of bed. There's moments that I go, oh, my God, is this ever going to end? Uh, you know, and how else? You know, how many more no's do I need to hear? How many times do I need to get rejected before I get to a yes, you know? And um, and I just, you know, keep going. You know, it's everything. It just It's about just keep turning up. Um, any chance of replay of how to create a book webinar a few days ago? Uh, Ian, we're running a, a half-day workshop tomorrow. Uh, is our 21st of April, yes, 9 till 1 p.m. I don't know where you're based, uh, but if you want to come along to that, let me know. It's actually live is better uh, than getting the recording. But yes, I do have recordings. I record everything. Um, I'll talk to you guys soon. I'm going to go do my live in my secret authors group. Give those guys uh, some tips and some steps and actions because I'm getting ready for 30 authors uh, in a few weeks' time. One for a US retreat online, one for my Australian retreat online and it's all just gonna happen life goes on business goes on we have to keep taking the actions i'll talk to you guys soon have a wonderful week and smash it out